place for all things weird, interesting, mystical, and otherworldly. Today we're going to be talking about mysterious disappearances, but not like the type of disappearance by the guy who owes you money, but... (laughs) (laughs) Those are the good ones, too. Yeah, but the kind where people in or near national parks disappear and don't ever seem to come back. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about national park disappearances. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm Tanya. And I'm Chris. Welcome to the Triangulum. Welcome, everybody. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Hope everyone had a good two weeks. Yeah. I did. Did I did? Yeah, it was a pretty good couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. It was. I had some time off, so it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Did some painting? Yes. He did some painting. I did some watching. Looks good. Mm -hmm. And before we go on, I have mentioned this book many times, and I've forgotten the title. Yeah, we never... This is the book. Conversations with Spirit Between Death and Life by, by Dolores Cannon. Yeah. Great book. That's the book he was referencing uh, yeah. the last episode about near-death experiences. Yeah, and I've referenced it before on other things as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome read mm-hmm. on all kinds of things. I've read it through a couple of times already, and I still go back to it. Mm-hmm. So Between Death and Life. Yeah. Conversations de- with Spirit Between Death and Life. Yeah. By Dolores Cannon. Excellent. Excellent book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so. Uh, mysterious disappearances in national parks. Mm-hmm. How much do you know about them? I know a little bit. We watched that one documentary, mm-hmm. and uh, plus there was that show I remember for a while about national parks. Oh yeah, I think it was like mysteries of mysteries national of parks national or something parks. like that. Yeah, they are mysterious. They seem some to be spots, man. Yeah, they seem to be. That's for sure. Yeah. So we're going to look at a couple of kind of weird disappearances. One is mm, kind of, well, two are from the same national park, and Mm -hmm. one is kind of around a national park, but it has interesting kind of characteristics about it, too. And believe me, there are hundreds more, hundreds more, but we can't touch on them all. So I just picked a couple that I thought were interesting. And maybe give a little bit of insight into different possibilities. Because mm-hmm. people have offered up different theories for them. <coughs> Excuse me. So different possibilities of what might have happened. Right. So the first one we're going to look at is the disappearance of Thelma Pauline Melton. Okay. Thelma disappeared in September of 1981 while hiking with two friends in the Great Smoky Mountains. Um, at the time, she was 58 years old. So the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, I think, is near North Carolina, if I remember correctly. (laughs) So Thelma and her friends Red and Trula were hiking an easy trail that day, and Thelma was very familiar with it. Thelma and her husband Bob Melton, who was 78 at the time, resided in an Airstream trailer traveling about and camping. Mm. Their main residence was Jacksonville, Florida. However, for a couple of months out of the year... Usually around the fall, they would set up a camp at a campground next to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. I think it was called Deep Creek Campground, if I remember correctly. Okay. Thelma never hiked alone and preferred to hike easy trails. Yeah. She's 58. Yeah. She's got some shit going on, too. Yeah. The day of her disappearance, all three hikers, Red, Trula, and Thelma, set out to walk the Deep Creek Trail at around 3 in the afternoon. Everything was great until they started their trip back. As they made their way back to Thelma and Bob's trailer, Thelma started picking up her foot pace, 
And at one point, she passed her friends at one of the small hills, climbed it, and then disappeared out of view. Hmm. Red and Trula arrived back at Thelma and Bob's trailer around 4.30 p.m. That's how short this hike is. Hmm. That's how easy it is. It's, yeah. not, it's not a big loop. Yeah. Bob was there, but Thelma was nowhere to be seen, and Bob hadn't seen her since she left. Hmm. So Red, Trula, and Red's husband and another friend go back down the trail looking for Thelma. They ask hikers on the trail if they seen or heard anything, but no one had. Mm-hmm. They search for about two hours and find nothing. Then they notify the park rangers, who in turn notify the police. Police officers show up and attempt tracking Thelma by her footprints, because one of her shoes had a very distinctive crack across the sole. So I had this light. I get, you know when your shoe kind of breaks yeah. in the sole part? Yeah. I guess that's how her shoe was. There was a crack across the sole, so it made it pretty distinguishable from the other footprints that they were seeing there. Yeah, it would. So the police track her footprints for a bit, but they eventually become obscured by other hikers' shoe prints. So it's kind of difficult to track because now you got... All kinds of people walking down there. Yeah, and what they did say was that they didn't notice her tracks leaving the trail. So... If she didn't leave the trail, where did she go? Yeah. The trail was closed to the public, and a larger search party was formed of about 150 people with nine search canines. (laughs) They all participated in the search. The dogs picked up Thelma's scent on a fallen tree, but nowhere else. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it, though. Fallen tree. I wonder if she sat down or... Yeah, probably took a break. Took a break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that was it. They picked up her smell at a fallen tree, and that was it. Mm. Nothing else was ever found. She wasn't found. Nothing of hers was found. Mm. That's it. She just disappeared. It's weird. Yeah. So she went missing in September. They called the search off on October 2nd, and the trail was reopened to the public. It's a lot of people. A lot of dogs, man. Mm-hmm. Nine dogs, and they didn't pick up yeah, anything? It's a very a small trail, yeah. right? So there are <laughs> theories as to what happened to Thelma. One of the big ones is that she ran away to start a new life with a man she was having an affair with. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I seen a picture of Thelma. She looks like everybody's grandma. <laughs> and I just find that incredibly hard to believe. Like, she literally looks like a nana. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you a picture after. You're going to be like, this lady? Yeah, it seems, I don't know. I get this picture in my I mean, head, maybe like people's, Phyllis, you know? Yeah, maybe, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe people's nanas run away and start new lives all the time, but yeah. I just, yeah. the vibe I catch from that photo is Thelma didn't. Yeah, yeah. Just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't sit. Add up. Anyway, yeah. here's the theory. I'll break it down for you. This theory is fueled by the fact that during their time at the campground, Thelma would volunteer at a nutritional center nearby and had done so for four years. She typically worked on Fridays, but didn't on this particular Friday because she went missing on a Friday. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the volunteers would fill in on a form that they would be coming in the next day. She worked a Thursday, but she didn't fill it in saying that she was coming in on the Friday, which she typically did, so they thought that was strange. I don't know how that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's not like it's your job. It's no, a volunteer gig. It's a volunteer gig. And yeah. so you decide that you don't want to go in that day? Big fucking deal. Yeah. I don't want to go today. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's, that's that a, suspicious. Yeah. Anyway, maybe she already had plans. Yeah. You're not obligated. Mm-hmm. Seems as though she had friends visiting or was planning to hang out with them either way because she went hiking in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah. 
So her not coming in to volunteer on a Friday really doesn't seem all that strange. The other thing is, Thelma suffered from high blood pressure and frequent episodes of nausea. She took medication for this, and she disappeared without taking any of this medication with her. It has been said that she had alluded to her minister that she was having an affair, but no one else seemed to know anything about this other man, and no information could be gleaned about him. Hmm. Not a soul knows about this, if this is true. Just the minister. Just the minister. How fucking convenient. It's always the minister, It eh? always is. That's why I think it's bullshit. weird things going on all the time with the minister. yeah. I think it's nonsense. Again, <laughs> when you see a picture of Thelma, you're going to be like, come on, man. I think she was wearing, like, slacks and something else when she disappeared. They're, like, typical Nana stuff. Slacks. Oh, yeah, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I, think, I think they were, like, tan slacks or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. got the updo in her hair. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. come on. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> there's also information regarding Thelma using the phone at the center, so the nutritional center on the Thursday to make some calls. It was considered unusual because she never used the phone at the center before. Right. Okay. Never used the phone at the center before or was never seen using the phone at the center before. Those are two very distinct things. Yeah. Yeah. We have to remember that this is 1981, so it's pretty much either landlines or pay phones. Yeah. So I don't know if this is really that weird. I mean, they could have traced the calls, I guess, at that time. But we have to remember it's 1981. Yeah. Tracing a call is a massively time-consuming yeah, and big, labor-intensive endeavor. Big job. Yeah. It's not like now where you just get a printout. Then you had to get a technician who went to the line and then had to check all the switches to see which one connected with what switch and where and trace it all back. back. Like It's a big yeah. to-do. Yeah. So the chances yeah. of them tracing a line for... Missing grandma, probably slim to none. (laughs) Seriously. Um, This is what I was thinking. If the calls were long-distance calls, then that would have been reflected in the center's bills. Yeah. Long-distance calls at that time were expensive. Yeah, they were. And I suppose she could have called Collect, whoever she was calling, this mysterious man of hers. It still shows something. Well, if she called Collect... The charges would obviously revert back to the person who was taking the call. However, if you're secretly calling somebody collect, it takes a little bit of time for the phone call to be actually connected. You have to connect. The person has to accept. And so if it's like secret, I don't know. I just, I think somebody would have seen it. I've made calls like that. Yeah. Back in the day, for sure. Back in the day, yeah. From a phone booth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back in the day to get around it, you would just, they would be like, you know how it says, it's a collect call from, and you're supposed to say your name. Yes. But instead of saying your name, you'd be like, I'm at the 7-Eleven at blah, 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 and then hang up so that when they get it, they don't have to <laughs> They don't have to accept the call. They hear where you are. Yeah, no, I didn't do, I didn't do those. Yeah, no? No, because I was too far away. Like, I was way up north. Oh, no, I'm know, talking about, like, to, you wanted your parents to come uh, and get you, but you don't have any money to call them, so... <laughs> You call collect and then say where you are. Mine was just like, I'm stuck. Oh, what else is new? Way up here. (laughs) Come get me. Mm. So I don't know how viable this idea that she ran away with some new lover that she met someplace. Yeah. Because you have to remember, too. I mean, maybe, but I don't, yeah, but I don't think we're so. thinking like internet age stuff here. She's yeah. not meeting anybody on a computer. It's 1981. Yeah. So if she's having an affair with anybody, it's going to be somebody that's close by, I would think, living in the same place or 
you know? Yeah. I mean, if she's traveling around the continent, did she meet someone in, like, Wyoming and decide to... <laughs> like, that seems a little bit much, too, right? Yeah. Her marriage to Bob was her third marriage. And if that was the case, if she was leaving, she left without her ID. She left without her medication. Yeah. Her bank account was never touched again. So... The chances of her just up and leaving to start a new life with some dude she met someplace seems highly unlikely. Another theory was that she was abducted. Yeah. Okay, maybe. But I would think maybe somebody would have heard something. Yeah. Or seen some evidence of a struggle. Maybe not. I, I I think it's entirely possible that if somebody came out of the woods with a weapon and told a 58-year-old woman, you know, come with me, she might actually just go and yeah. not fight. Some people just go. Never just go. Fight until they kill you exactly. there. Exactly. Never you, just go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to just go, you're going to die. Yeah. So you might as well die where you're standing. Exactly. So it's possible that if someone had a knife or something, it was like, you're coming with me kind of thing, she might have just walked away, and then yeah. there would be no signs of a struggle. But I think if there was an individual on a trail looking to abduct someone, wouldn't they have a particular type of person in mind? And I don't know that a 58-year-old... Yeah, that's not the profile. That you're, well, not you're usually, not if you're usually. a predator. Yeah. You, yeah. Not, no, well, I mean, some people... Some young girl or... Usually, but sometimes... Or young guy, whatever. Sometimes people have weird kinks, so... Yeah, you that's never know. true. You yeah, never know. True, true. But kind of unlikely yeah and then once you kidnap her <coughs> excuse me sorry yeah, right? yeah once you kidnap her then what are you gonna do like where do you go with her yeah. it's a busy trail yeah where do you know. go yeah another theory is that she committed suicide mm. and this one is due to information stating that she was suffering from depression after the death of her mother in 1978 And to cope with the depression, Thelma was taking Valium for a while, but by the time of her disappearance, she wasn't being prescribed Valium anymore. And I had read that her husband was also taking Valium, and that day his bottle of his prescription Valium disappeared. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. Valium is not a good drug to overdose on. No. For a few reasons. One, the threshold is pretty low, like... Mm -hmm. You have to take a lot, a lot of volume to overdose. Yeah. It takes a lot of it, and the chances of you actually dying from that overdose yeah. are pretty are pretty unlikely. Probably be vomiting it out before you even. Yeah, maybe. The other thing about that is, <laughs> you're like, let's go hiking, friends. Yeah. And then what? You just blow past them going up a hill, pop some pills, and die in the woods. That doesn't yeah. seem likely at all. Yeah. Yeah. That seems kind of stupid, really. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it was suicide. The volume thing is. Yeah, holds water. Yeah. It was reported that six months later, a check in Thelma's name was cashed in Alabama. When police finally investigated the check, it appeared that the signature was Thelma's, but the bank teller had no recollection of the person who had cashed it. So is this suspicious? I don't think it is, because Thelma was born in Alabama, and she had family in Alabama. Mm. And who's to say she didn't mail somebody a check or sign a check over to somebody? Yeah. And... You're gone forever, and the one thing that comes up is a check. Maybe she had sent a check to someone, and they finally cashed it. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe someone faked a signature. Family does some shit things when it yeah. comes to your money when you're yeah, dead. they do. So I don't, I don't know if that means anything, to be honest with you. Yeah. So other than those things, nothing of Thelma Melton was ever found. Yeah. Not since. 
not even to this day. Hmm. Perhaps, they haven't found her body or nothing. No. Perhaps she left the trail. Perhaps she sped up her walk because she wasn't feeling well. It was reported that at the beginning of the hike, she was kind of slow and her friends were poking fun at her for it. So maybe by the time that they were coming back, she wasn't feeling well and picked up the pace to get to a washroom or something. Mm -hmm. She did suffer from nausea. It also was reported that Thelma was a pretty private person. So let's say she's got, you know, a stomach thing going on mm -hmm. and she just boogies because she's got to get to a bathroom because <laughs> she's got a barf or maybe she got crap or something <laughs> she's gotta go poop maybe maybe <clears throat> i've been there oh man yeah hiking don't feel good <sighs> i left Kristen dust oh yeah man mm -hmm. the altitude was killing me the altitude was killing me too i couldn't go that fast like as you as usually did yep and you were boogieing it yep because I was going to shit myself if I didn't freaking get a move on. Yeah. And I didn't really want to poop in the woods. I just couldn't keep up. Like, I could, but not at that pace, man. <laughs> Dude, you can do amazing things when you have to poop. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I finally <laughs> fucking caught up with you. I was like, oh, fuck it. I can just sit here and wait <laughs> on a bench. It was brutal. It was brutal. I was like, please, please, I do not want to shit in the woods. Where was that? That was the Grand Canyon. Arizona. Yeah, in Arizona. Yeah. 10,000 feet. Oh, man. That it doesn't was agree with my stomach. Crazy. Yeah. The so, altitude there. So man. let's say this chick is, you know, Nana. She's 58. It's 1981. You mm -hmm. know how people are. Women definitely don't tell you they got to go take a crap. <laughs> so maybe she had something going on. And she was like, I got to go. And these people too fucking bad. Yeah. And then maybe if that was the case, maybe she Everybody. did poop in the woods and she, then got lost. She might have pooped in the woods and yeah, got you don't lost. Know. You don't know. Yeah. Nobody will ever know. No. So that's one where she's just disappeared and no one has any idea whatever happened to her. No body was found. No evidence of her has been found. She just vanished. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about another case. James Tedford. He disappeared traveling through a national park. He wasn't even hiking. However, his Eli, I can't read. However, his <laughs> disappearance in this area of Vermont wasn't unusual at the time either. James Tedford was on a bus on his way back to his retirement home in Bennington, Vermont, after visiting family in St. Albans, Vermont. The bus trip was supposed to take approximately eight hours. However, heavy snow had caused significant delays. His family reported him missing on December 1st, 1949. Police... I'm going to shove you off the table. <laughs> yes, behave. Uh, police <clears throat> investigations found that Tedford had boarded the bus in St. Albans a few days earlier, but never made it home. Tedford was seen on the bus by 14 other passengers, and they all stated that they saw him sleeping in his seat. These witnesses also reported that they seen Tedford on the bus at the last stop before Bennington. So the bus was going from St. Albans to Bennington, and the stop just before Bennington, people saw him on the bus. So it's confirmed. Yeah. He was on the bus. Yeah. When the bus arrived in Bennington, Tedford wasn't on it. His luggage and belongings were still on the bus, but no one, not even the driver, had seen him leave the bus. So it would seem that somewhere between the last stop and Bennington, James Tedford disappeared. Here's what's interesting about that. The bus route passed through the Green Mountain National Forest, and there's been a few disappearances there. Previous to James Tedford's disappearance, there was the disappearance of Middy Rivers in 1945. Hmm. 74 at the time, Rivers was out hunting and guiding a group of four hunters in the mountains. On the way back down, Rivers got ahead of the group and was never seen again. 
You noticing a trend? Get ahead of the group? Yeah. Then you don't get seen. Yeah. An extensive search was conducted, and all that was found was one rifle cartridge in a stream. It was thought that perhaps Mitty had leaned over the stream and the cartridge had fallen out of his pocket. It wasn't fired? Mm-mm. Mm. Mitty Rivers was a very experienced hunter and fisherman and was quite familiar with the local area. Mm. A year after that, Paula Weldon went missing. 18 at the time, she had set out for a hike on the long trail in the Green Mountain National Forest. One witness even gave her directions, and an elderly couple spotted her on the trail ahead of them by about 91 meters or 300 feet. Paula turned a corner on the trail, and when the couple turned the corner after her, she was already gone. Hmm. Again, just disappeared. It's just funny, man. Mm-hmm. So when Paula didn't return to her college campus in Bennington, an extensive search was conducted, but nothing was ever found. These two incidences, Paula and Mitty, happened before James Tedford disappeared, but two more people would vanish after he disappeared. Hmm. In 1950, Paul Jeffson was eight years old. He had gone with his mother in their truck to a farm to feed some pigs. Paul's mom left him in the vehicle for about an hour while she tended to pigs, and when, he, when she returned to the truck, sorry, he was gone. No trace of him was ever found. Hmm. There is information suggesting that he had wandered off. Bloodhounds, who had been brought in to track his scent, tracked it to the same highway that Paula Weldon was reported to have disappeared from. In 1950, Frida Langer had disappeared. 53 at the time, she went missing 16 days after Paul did. Frida, the same area? Mm-hmm. Frida and family were camping near the Somerset Reservoir. Sorry, Eli's ass is either in the way or his face is in the way. Something's always in the way. Yeah, there, see? That's perfect. They like that. On this day, she and her cousin Herbert decided to go for a hike. At some point during the hike, Frida slipped and hey, fell yeah, in yeah. a stream. Well, at least his ass is not facing the camera. Let him wash his dupa. Uh, wash his dupa. Mm-hmm. At some point during the hike, Frida slipped and fell in a stream. She told Herbert if he wanted to wait, she would go back to the campsite, change, and then return to for them to finish their hike. Herbert waited for Frida, but she didn't come back. He returned to the family campsite and learned that she had not returned at all, and no one had seen her since she left. Same spot. Mm -hmm. So there was a massive search effort involving almost 300 searchers, aircraft, and helicopters, but no trace of Frida Langer was ever discovered. That was until the following year, when her body was found in an area near the Somerset Reservoir, an area that was searched already extensively. So they had gone through that area with like a fine-tooth comb, didn't find anything, but then her body turns up there. (laughs) The cause of death could not be determined due to the condition of the body. Frida Langer was the last person to disappear in this area and the only one whose body was found. And this area, or sorry, I guess I should say the area where these disappearances occurred has been referred to as the Bennington Triangle, Mm. a term that was first used in 1992. And the area of the Bennington Triangle falls within the Green Mountain National Forest. I wonder if it's a serial. Could have been. You know, like... Got spooked because a body got found? I don't know. Yeah. Could have been. Could have just... Could have been. Again, I don't know, right? But, Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's weird. So now we're going to look at another disappearance from the Smoky Mountain National Park. Remember that one? That's the one where Thelma went missing. Mm-hmm. Okay. This story involves six-year-old Dennis Martin, and he was on a camping trip with his family in 1969. Mm. He disappeared June 14th, 
and it was uh, around Father's Day because it was a Father's Day tradition for the men in his family to go on a camping trip. So him, his brother, his father, his grandfather, and I believe there was another family group that was also with them. Hmm. Dennis and his brother are playing around the campsite with the children of another family also camping with them and decided to prank the adults. They were going to hide separately in the bushes around the campsite and jump scare the adults. The other boys jump from the bushes, but Dennis does not. And once everyone is done laughing, they realize that Dennis is missing. Hmm. Almost immediately, people start looking for him. Family, other hikers, campers. I believe it was the grandfather who had to hike out to inform the park rangers, which was like, I want to say nine miles. Mm, fuck yeah, it's a good walk, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once he reached them, they started searching. Yeah. But no one could find him. The search for Dennis Martin would end up being the largest in National Park Service history. Nah. One of the searchers, park ranger Dwight McCarter, a seasoned tracker who had helped track down hundreds of missing persons, was disturbed by the lack of any tracks. It appeared as though Dennis just disappeared into thin air. Now, it must be noted that the night of Dennis's disappearance, heavy thunderstorms passed through the area, so what prints may have been available were surely destroyed. Yeah, it's weird. It's too close, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, think about it. They hid. Yeah. Or the adults said that they saw them kind of, the kids planning. Then they all dispersed to go hide, and then they jumped out, and that's when they realized this kid was missing. Yeah. They waited a couple minutes, and then they're like, no, they start looking. And you can't find him? Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Knowing those national parks, it's not dent like thick. You know how some places we've been where the fucking well, not, forest not near is a, thick, man. Yeah, not you can't even usually walk through right it. near a campsite. Yeah, not yeah. usually. They, but maybe they, they thin were, it out. Yeah, right? maybe they were backwoods camping. Who knows? I doubt it, though. I doubt it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the time, there were up to. 1,400 people participating in the search, and this could have been a problem because of the disturbing of potential evidence. Yeah. Like, 1,400 people, you think they're helping, but they might actually be counterproductive. Yeah, be fucking things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the National Guard and Special Forces were conducting searches. Hmm. At one point, footprints were found in an area. However, they were dismissed as belonging to a Boy Scout who was participating in the search. Yeah. The footprints led to a stream where they eventually disappeared. The thing is, one print was a barefoot print, and the other was an Oxford shoe print, which is reportedly the shoe type that Dennis was wearing. I don't know why you would dismiss a barefoot print mm-hmm. as a Boy Scout, because why the fuck would a Boy Scout be wandering around in the woods in looking the woods. for a missing kid with yeah. one shoe on and one shoe off? Yeah, That's going to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Exactly. People, sometimes in these investigations, you notice that eh, people do stupid things. Eh? Yes, they do. Like they discredit things that are so important. Mm-hmm. It's probably just another kid. Why? Why would you fucking think that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know? Well, Especially it, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be a fucking Boy Scout because they eventually found a shoe and a sock. Yeah. You know, no, but they didn't find anything it's else. It's not that. How mm-hmm. do you fucking know? I don't know. So I mean, you know what I mean? Like the search was abandoned on June 29th. So he went missing on the 14th. On the 29th, the search was abandoned and then officially closed on September 14th. And there were a few theories regarding what happened to Dennis. 
Obviously, the first one is that he got lost and likely died from exposure due to the heavy cold rains that came through the area that night. Hmm. He was eight, so he's not a big kid. No, no. Another theory is that he was attacked by a wild animal and dragged off. Now, I had read that a couple of weeks prior they had trapped a kind of thin-looking bear in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, So they thought maybe it's a possibility a bear took him, the hungry bear took him, or a feral pig or something like that, because apparently they have feral pigs in that area. Yeah. But the kids, the others would have seen him. They would have seen the bear or something. Or they would have seen evidence of him being yeah, attacked by yeah, something. Yeah. I don't think, um, I don't know, there'd be a lot of screaming, I would think. Yeah. You think the bear's going to hold him like this? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. or a pig? No way, man. They're gonna, the kid's going to be screaming. You would think. The third theory, though, is probably the weirdest. On the afternoon that Dennis disappeared, a tourist by the name of Harold Key was with his family visiting the park when he heard a loud scream. Key then claims that they saw a quote-unquote bear man Mm. fleeing through the woods with something slung over his shoulder. The family would elaborate and say that the object was red, and Dennis was reported wearing a red shirt when he went missing. The FBI dismissed this lead. Key was uncertain about the timeline, and the incident took place some five miles or eight kilometers from where Dennis disappeared. So they dismissed it. Yeah, that's what happened. Probably. I bet you. A bear man, though. A bear man. Yeah. Yeah. Quote, unquote, bear man. Yeah. That's an interesting description. Yeah. So I've read that some people have proposed that the bear man was a disheveled-looking man wearing a bear skin... Others just cite a hairy, rough-looking man. Some have even suggested that it could have been cannibalistic feral humans <clears throat> who live in the park, or maybe even a Bigfoot. Cannibalistic humans that live in the park. Feral humans, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> wearing a bearskin? Wearing a fucking bearskin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think so. Well, it was 1969. We have heard accounts of Sasquatch picking up people and taking them, though. Yeah, we have. You know? Mm-hmm. The guy with the coffee. guy with the coffee, yeah. yeah. The trapper. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. What we do know for sure is that Dennis Martin, all these years later, has not been found, and we're no closer to figuring out what did happen to him. So all they ever did find was a sock and a shoe. To this day. And it was the largest search, like I said, that the National Park Service ever conducted. And because of the way that it was conducted, they revamped how they conduct searches after yeah, that. Because I think they realized having that many people participating yeah, it's just was counterintuitive. Counter, yeah, counterintuitive. Yeah, it's just stupid. So we know that people go missing in national parks a lot. And there is certainly, uh, sorry, not certainly, there is currently a cold case list on their website. According to the National Park Service, these are missing people cold cases that are still open. James Pruitt, 70, missing from Rocky Mountain National Park since February of 2019. Jonghoen Wan, 45, missing from Grand Canyon National Park since September 2017. Peter Jackson, 74. Missing from Yosemite National Park since September 2016. Floyd Roberts, 52. Missing from Grand Canyon National Park since June 2016. Morgan Heimer, 
22, missing from Grand Canyon National Park since 2015. Uh, Drake Kramer, 21, missing from Grand Canyon National Park since January 2015. Derek Luking, 24, missing from Great Smoky Mountains National Park since March 2012. Adam Jones, 23, missing from Grand Canyon National Park since March 2011. George Penka, 30, missing from Yosemite National Park since June 2011. Samuel Bulky, 8, missing from Crater Lake National Park since October 2006. Michael Fiercery, 51, missing from Yosemite National Park since June 2005. Walter Reinhardt, 66, missing from Yosemite National Park since September 2002. Ruth Ann Ruppert, 49, missing from Yosemite National Park since August, since August sorry, 2000. Kieran Burke, 45, missing from Yosemite National Park since April 2000. David Morrison, 28, missing from Yosemite National Park since May 1998. Dan Campbell, 42, missing from Yellowstone National Park since April 1991. Hmm. Tim Barnes, 25, missing from Yosemite National Park since July 1988. Stacy Aris, 14, missing from Yosemite National Park since July 1981. Paul Fugate, 41, Chiricahua, I think that's how you say it, Chiricahua National Monument since January 1980. What's interesting about him is that he's a park ranger. Yeah. And he's been missing since 1980. Yeah. One of his was a something slip fall. Something, Maybe you know. Teresa Gibson, sixteen, missing from Great Smoky Mountains National Park since October nineteen seventy six, and Dick Grandnagian, twenty, missing from Yosemite National Park since July nineteen seventy two. So those are the cold cases that are technically still open with the National Park Service with regards to people missing on federal lands. That hmm. you know. So that's the list of open missing persons cases. What about the ones that never get recorded? Yeah. Because the National Park Service does not directly collect the data on how many visitors go missing in the wilderness in their parks, hmm. which is weird. That is weird. Mm-hmm. David Polides, author of the Missing 411 series, estimates that there are more than 1,600 unexplained disappearances in North American federal lands. He's a pretty interesting guy, remember? Mm-hmm. Now, Polites lists commonalities amongst those who go missing, including the inability of dogs to track their scents, the time of day that people go missing, which tends to be, for some reason, late afternoon. Mm-hmm. Victims, when found, are found with clothing and footwear removed. Bodies tend to be discovered in previously searched areas frequently, like that Frida Langer lady. They search that area extensively but a year later a body turns up Um, as well children and remains are often found great distances away from where they were last seen and through difficult terrain let's say harold key and his family heard dennis martin screaming and he was five miles away maybe that's not that unusual Hmm. eight kilometers isn't really that far no i know you're a little kid but all you're doing is walking yeah yeah so who knows Uh, Unless the timeline doesn't really add up, but who knows. According to his research, Yosemite, Crater Lake, Yellowstone, Grand Canyon, and Rocky Mountain National Parks are where the most people go missing. Nothing about where we stayed, eh? 
Well, there was people who went missing in Zion. Zion National Park? Mm-hmm. It's like fifth, I think, on the list. Really? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. Fifth or sixth or something. It was, it was in the top ten. After being there, you could. Oh, yeah. Like, just... The hikes, some of the hikes that we we took, like yeah, you could disappear, man. Mm-hmm. Like you'd you'd fucking get lost, like fast. Well, even like when we came back, <clears throat> when we were coming back from that, what was it, ten kilometer hike or something like oh that? Oh my god! And it just seemed like we were never going to reach our vehicle. Where was the truck? <laughs> it's like being in some kind of a weird vortex. Yeah, it seemed like every time you thought you were close to it, it yep. was like another half hour away. God. It was weird. My muscles were starting to get tightened up when we it were walking, man. And That's it was why. fucking hot. It yeah. was very hot. And, and it we took, had water. Yeah, we had water. Yeah. But if you thought maybe you were going in the wrong direction. Yeah. And you decided, oh, maybe I should go this way. I could see how you might get lost. I can see that because at one point we sat there. We didn't say that we were going in the wrong direction. But no. we were saying, holy shit, where is this truck, man? Yeah, how can it be this far how away? How can it be this far? Mm-hmm. And I remember we were judging people walking in. We're like, well, they look pretty fresh. <laughs> yeah. Can't be too far away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it just seemed like it went on forever. Yeah. I mean, I, I think something like Algonquin, where we were this past summer. Remember we were walking that path? Yes. We were walking a path to a kind of secret swimming hole. Mm-hmm. Nice we saw, spot, too. Yeah, we yeah. saw one sign. We're following the path. Yeah. And it's not a super identified path. To be honest with you, because I think it was supposed to be like a shortcut to this place. Mm-hmm. But we walked for 45 minutes, and then I started saying, you know what? I'm not seeing anything, and there should have been something by now. We're not seeing any people. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah. So, Water, scrap it. we couldn't hear yeah. nothing. Yeah, because there's supposed to be a waterfall there and that. So, I was like, scrap it. We go back the way we came. We're not going any further, mm-hmm. because I don't know what's any further than where we are. So, we go back the way we came. We're not going looking for it. Forget it. Yeah. I'll research it more when I get back to the fucking truck, and we'll yeah. try again another yeah. day. Yeah. It turned out we ended up being about 20 minutes from it. From but it, But still, yeah. it's the woods, man. It's just I'm not woods. taking any chances. Yeah. Coming back, did we come across some people? We did come across some people who were, like, walking in flip-flops and shit. Definitely <laughs> not like, uh, prepared yeah, he, for the trek. It was a good... That was a good hike, man. Mm-hmm. It was a good hike. But, see, in that situation, though, you can be like, well, maybe it's just over here. Because there were yeah. little paths that broke off from the trail, the more worn path. But without a sign indicating anything, I'm not fucking going down there. The other thing, too, man, those signs themselves... You know, some fucking idiot didn't go up and change the sign and move it somewhere. You, you know what well, I mean? Just for I being a goof. Well, sometimes people do goofy things. Yeah. The thing at, at that point, we thought it was only a forty-five minute walk because yeah. that's what we had read online. Yes. By the time we hit forty-five minutes, I hadn't seen any evidence of this thing coming up, hmm. so we weren't prepared to be lost in the woods. So we turned around and yeah, came back. Man. Yeah, the woods are mysterious. We've said that before. Like it's oh, yeah. it's. Something, man. I think it was not last year, but the year before, where two chicks got lost in Algonquin. Yeah, for days. Yeah. And they finally came out. Yeah, two teenage girls, they got lost in Algonquin. Yeah. Yeah. Came out, they found them on the road. They were walking the road. Mm-hmm. Luckily. They're lucky they found a road. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be attributed to people going missing. Yeah. Uh, animals taking you out yeah say a mountain lion they're pretty quiet they could snatch a kid plus they snatch you by the throat so you may not even yeah. you may not be able to scream might not hear because they like to choke you out yeah or bite through your spine yeah 
weather. Weather, yeah. It, get, it gets too cold. You die of hypothermia. You just go to sleep, and no one ever knows. Yeah. Um, getting lost. Disorientation. Getting lost. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If you fucking get lost, stay put. Yeah. God, the amount of times I have heard of people wandering around when they're lost, all you're doing, now you're a moving target. Yeah. And the search people can't find you. Yeah. So they clear an area that you weren't in, and then you show back up in it because yeah. they've already looked in it. They're not looking for you they're there. They're not looking for you there. Stop yeah. fucking wandering around. I know. I'll, I'll fucking get going. Jesus. And all the ones that stayed put, they got found. Yeah, they get found. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, like, they, they more, more than likely they got found. But like that one woman, remember? She's yeah. walking around and around and around. And then yeah. they, they, get, they went over here. And then they go over the here. She was here. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> yeah. I've read a story of an older lady who got lost. They're looking for her. And they were able to get a hold of her on a cell phone. Mm. So they're like, where are you? She's like, I'm okay, but I don't know where I am. They, they couldn't find her. And they haven't found her since. Yeah. I'm okay. Stay where you are, for fuck's yeah, sakes. But I don't know where I am. Yeah, so you're, stop moving. Then you're not okay, then. Yeah, shelter in place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't try to find your way out. You won't yeah. find your way out. Yeah, Just let people find you. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. You can really, really get lost quick. I, yeah, well, I guess the other thing that you have to think about, too, is some crazy peeps might be in the woods. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's yeah. true. There is, uh, on that list of cold cases, I only read out the ones that were missing, but there are two um, uh, unsolved homicides, women who were killed at their campsite. Mm. I read a few weeks ago where someone stabbed a couple of people while they were in their tent. Shit like that does happen. Well, even that guy that did the documentary, Mm -hmm. he said from now on he doesn't Doesn't go go in the woods without a gun. Without a gun. Mm -hmm. He said he's got it on his head. Yeah, because... There's some fucked up people, and yeah. sometimes they live in the woods. Yeah, they live in the fucking I don't woods. Think, I don't think I would ever backcountry camp personally without a weapon if I was able to take a weapon. Yeah. I mean, even when we do camp at a campsite, I sleep with bear spray. Yeah. Not so much for bears, it's just for everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to blind you, motherfucker, if you come yeah, in here. You, said you fucker. Bear yeah. or people. Bear or people. Yeah. Remember we were thinking about getting the perimeter Thing. Yeah, the perimeter alarm. That alarm would be if for bears or that would be if we were like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I would definitely get the perimeter alarm. Hey. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were in Zion that time, the last night we were there, mm-hmm. like there's weird stuff in certain parts of the land, like mm-hmm. just weird things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't attribute them to humans. I, I there's some weird stuff. That goes on. There's just some weird energies that are, are rolling around in those areas, man. Yeah, could be. Could be these right. people, like, just disappeared into, like, some weird vortex. Anything's possible, I suppose. You could, who was the one that you were telling me about the woman disappeared and then the, the man disappeared? Her husband. Oh, that was James, actually. So James Tedford, he disappeared in 1949, but before that, his wife disappeared. Now, here's the thing with that story and why I didn't include it is because his wife was about 20 years or more younger than him, Mm. and he was off at war, and then she just disappeared. Maybe she ran away to start a new life someplace. Yeah, yeah. She was 28. He was 56 at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe she was like, nah, this isn't for me. Yeah. And she and she left. She, yeah. So I don't know that that's necessarily mysterious yeah, anymore. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. 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 
that's why that's why I didn't include that. Yeah. There was a story of a guy who disappeared in a field. He was walking across a field and he disappeared. Thing is, when I trace that story out, it turns out that there was a guy. Uh, I can't remember his friggin' name now. Uh, it started with an A. Anyway, there was a guy named Palmer, I think, who wrote this story about David Lang disappearing in a field. He's walking across the field and he just disappeared into thin air in front of his family. They saw it. Really? Um, yeah, but here's the thing. When you look into it further, you find that there was a story written by another guy some time before that called the was it the difficulty crossing the field or something like that. It's like a short story. Mm. And it's basically about a guy crossing a field who disappears in front of his family. And then it was included in that magazine. Remember Faded? Yes. Yeah. It was included in that magazine, I guess, as one of those like disturbing mysteries that nobody knows anything about. But the consensus is that Palmer, who wrote it in Faded, stole it from the guy who originally wrote the story, which was just a short story, a made-up piece of fiction. Yeah. So David Lang, if you ever read about that story, did not disappear in a field. Somebody else had actually written a story like that, and this guy jacked it for his yeah. own purposes. There are some mysterious... Well, there is something that might describe or might explain what has happened to some people, mm. and that is a mental state... Yeah, you're telling me about this. Yes. Some people suffer from something called dissociative fugue or a fugue state. Hmm. It's rare, but it is characterized by reversible amnesia where the individual doesn't remember their own identity. And this includes memories, personality, and other identifying characteristics of their individuality. This fugue state can last days, months, even years. Hmm. The thing with the dissociative state is that many people who experience it have a tendency to travel or wander off and in some cases establish a completely new identity. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Episodes of dissociative fugue have been linked to severe stress, which could be the result of traumatic events, such as abuse, accidents, disasters, war, or extreme violence that the individual has experienced or witnessed. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get lost. You're under a massive amount of stress. Maybe you slip into a fugue state as a way of coping with the stress that you're currently under. You're going under, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, do you remember the Toronto firefighter? Yeah, that was weird, man. Yeah, who disappeared on a yeah. ski trip. I don't know if anybody else knows the story, but there was a firefighter from Toronto who was skiing with friends and family in Lake Placid, New York. And he vanished, and he ended up reappearing six days later in Sacramento, California. Yeah. He left the group at the... At the mountain to go get his cell phone but he never returned he remembers a truck driver telling him that he was in utah and then the next memory is of being in california but he's still wearing his ski gear it's weird can you imagine being in california wearing your ski shit yeah just just fucked up yeah he had no id but he had a single credit card so he was able to eventually get a phone but it took him about a day to remember his wife's phone number and once he did he called it i think it was a friend a wife of a friend who answered the phone, and they were like, fuck, everybody's looking for you. And he's like, oh, I'm in California. Yeah, and come they, get me. They, yeah, they were, able to, they were able to return him home. That was weird. That's he still, he weird. still doesn't really have any memories of what happened. He said that he left to get his cell phone. He woke up sore and confused, I guess. Yeah. He, he thinks he took a ride or hitched a ride off the mountain and then somehow ended up with a truck driver going across country 
passing through Utah and then ending up in California. Yeah. So from New York to California. What if these people who have gone missing, let's say they get injured, let's say they fall or hit their head or something like that, or they're just under a massive amount of stress from being lost <laughs> and they slip into this fugue state. And let's say they're wandering around and, you know, searchers are looking for them, calling out their name, but they don't remember who they are, so they don't realize it's their name. Yeah. That's they a possibility. Don't, they don't want to know who they are. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with wanting oh, to know. Yeah. They just don't know they just who they don't are. Know? Because there are people, they disappear for years. One lady disappeared for like 12 years and started living a new life in like Alaska under wow. a new name. Wow. She had no idea who she was. So they just pick a name and... Yeah. Yeah. And go from there. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. That's that's a possibility. It does happen. Hmm. Just, that's like someone snapping. I don't Same think it's snapping. It's about compartmentalizing your stress. Mm. That's weird. Because when people do recover some memories, they seem to be okay after that. They maybe don't recover them all, but their memories seem to be intact. Right. Huh. One guy, I think, I don't know how long he was missing, but he was ended up being on TV and his fiance called in and identified him. I remember that, fire, that firefighter from Toronto. I remember that mm -hmm. story. And we were both saying, he's not dead. No. He's alive, mm -hmm. you know, like he's alive. And yeah, sure enough, what was it like, you know, all of a sudden they found him. Mm -hmm. Not right away, but days later. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a possibility. Like there's a lot of possibilities. When we watched um, that show, the National Park show, there was quite a few where people just up and disappeared. Yeah, man. Like... Under strange circumstances. Yeah, too. Mount Shasta people seem to disappear yeah, a lot. Yeah, like... It's so who knows? Like, are, are they just disappearing through some weird vortex? I mean, it's out in the wild, so who knows if there's some yeah. weird portal someplace that you walk through and you didn't even know that it existed and you, you can't come back. Or you got lost and went off and started a new life of your own without even realizing you had one. Yeah. Or yeah. you got killed by an animal yeah. and eaten. A lot of times they... Scavengers pick you apart and your bones get spread all over the place yeah, and the likelihood it, of them being found is slim to none. Yeah. Or there's coops living in the woods, you know, off the grid livers who, I don't know, got that hills, the hills have eyes vibe. The hills vibe. have eyes vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think anything's possible. The thing that is weird is that there is a shit ton of people who go missing in national parks. Yeah, they do, man. There was, I think, according to the search and rescue numbers that people were able to look up, there was almost 4,000 search and rescue operations in national parks, I think, last year or the year hmm. before. So 4,000. 4, that means there was incidences of people being gone, missing, at least 4,000 times yeah. in national parks. <clears throat> yeah. And their, their cold cases on their website is like 20 people. That's a bit weird. Yeah, that's just... There's way more people missing than what they have listed. Right, and they right. don't have the numbers. And I think that David guy was looking for the numbers, and when he tried to get the numbers... They, they wouldn't give them to him. No, they told him in order for them to get the numbers and compile them for him, it would be like a million dollars in fees to yeah. get that. Because he wasn't given a media ex exemption. Yeah. They so, were dicking him around, too, yeah. though, right? Yeah. I also read that some park rangers don't know people are missing. They they hear about it or read about it in media. Yeah, and they don't even know. They don't even know. 
Strange. Because eh? some, I guess sometimes people go missing and contact the police directly, and the police are like, yeah, we'll look into it, and then maybe don't take it too seriously. I'm not sure. But you have to, you have to look at what kind of police services are available for those yeah, areas, too, because yeah. they're pretty rural. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some of these sheriffs and whatever. You're a sheriff? <laughs> How did you get this position? Well, man? sometimes they're elected. That's what I mean. And it's family. Yeah, well, sometimes. Right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It's just wrong, but whatever. What it comes down to is if you go into a national park, you got to make sure that you are covered. Yeah. Covered for getting lost. Make sure you can be found. Yeah. Make sure you can be seen. Yeah. Be make sure people prepared. know where you're fucking going. Yeah. Or you're going to end up like one of these people. Yeah. I think it's good to have a GPS with you. Well, we don't. Yeah, but we always go on trails that are kind of known, but not that that made a difference with some of these others. Right? Mm, we still prepare. Yeah, we in still In case do. we get lost. Yeah, it's true. We wear high-vis stuff. That's true. Right? Yeah. I always keep a life a life straw with me, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because water is the bigger problem. Yeah. National parks are scary places, and lots of people disappear in them. Which in means, Canada, too. Yeah, yeah. A which lot. Means, I, there's, a, there's a lot of missing people in yeah, Canada. Which means you can you can disappear, too. And yeah. that's just a couple of incidences where people disappeared. And then people are like, ah, he ran away. She ran away to be with some new boyfriend. Or oh, yeah. some bear man kidnapped a kid. And another guy just disappeared off a fucking bus. How that's possible? I have no idea. Yeah, that I don't get. And the fact that there was five of those disappearances in a very short amount of time in that area, so much so that they would call it a triangle onto itself, which encompasses a national forest, that's a bit weird. Yeah, that is odd. Could have been a serial killer. But what if it wasn't? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not, you know? Sometimes it isn't. It's just, well, like... Like you said, energetic portals or whatever, you know, you walk into some kind of different dimension. There's dimensions around us all over the place, right, Mm -hmm. apparently. Mm -hmm. You know, you walk into that. I just finished reading that one book about Jinn, right? Mm -hmm. And they were talking about that, how certain people go missing because they end up walking into these areas that are supposedly a portal and... I guess, I guess it could be because national parks have a tendency to have a lot of running water, high energy... Areas mm-hmm. like high electromagnetic energy areas, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's possible. Like you'd have to look at every single case individually, and I'm sure that you could look at the cases and come up with a logical reason for why these people disappeared. Yeah. It's entirely possible. Yeah. However, people who just disappeared and then nothing is found ever again—that's a bit weird. Yeah, that is. I don't think they could even fathom some of the things that you'd want to talk to them about. You know, they call you nuts. Yeah, well, national parks, if you go camping, make sure you're covered. Yes. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. If you get lost, stay where you're fucking stay at. Stay where you're at. Yes. Yeah. Make sure people can see you. Hopefully you don't go into a few state and start a life someplace else in another state after taking a truck ride across the country. <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, maybe that's like the best thing that could happen to some of these people is that they yeah. find out that their significant other just went into a weird dissociative state and started a new life someplace else and had no idea they even existed. Well, maybe they had a miserable, they're having a miserable life. See, that's the thing. It has nothing to do with that. Oh, it has that to do right? with stress. It has to do with trauma. Uh, yeah. So it's not like 
It's not like they actively chose to disappear. To disappear. It just yeah. happened it just because happens. their brain is like, we're not mm-hmm. dealing with this right now. No, it's we're going to do something else. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only reason anybody knows about dissociative fugue or fugue states is because some people have been found. Some people have been recovered. Right. How many people never have? We don't know. Could have wandered right out of the national park, like this guy wandered out of a ski resort, hitched a ride someplace else, and started a new life. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. California. Huh? I don't know. Wherever you're going. Jim. Well, they don't even know. I don't know right now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jim. All right, I'll give you a ride. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in hearing more about national park disappearances, the 411 series is interesting. Yeah. Uh, the documentary for 411, I think it's called Missing 411, yeah. is uh, interesting. I know he's written a bunch of books on different areas, Canada, the States, all kinds of different areas. Yeah. I don't think he's drawing any specific conclusions from his uh, his investigations. He's just citing that these things seem to be common. There seems to be a consistency among the people who are missing, and these are the consistencies. Yeah. And then you can draw conclusions from that on your own. Happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that there was a, a wave of interest in this a little while ago because a lady on TikTok brought it up about how people are going missing in national parks pretty often. Mm. So it's definitely something to think about. You think going for a hike is a simple thing, but maybe it isn't. That's why in, when we were hike again in Zion, and remember the, the group that, of people with all their kids and everything, kids were just fucking running wherever, man, and there's cliffs. like, And I was thinking, fuck, if those were my kids, man, I would never fucking do that. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't do that. And a couple of the kids were going right to the edge of the cliff, looking right down. I was yeah, like, there's no guarding. holy fuck, there's no rail here. There's nothing, man. No, there's no barrier. This is a drop of hundreds of feet. You're dead. Yeah. I was, remember, it was, I was, it was just thousands. Like, it was thousands of feet. I watching some of these kids like ready to fucking grab them and pull them away because I thought, fuck, they can fall, right? Yeah, let them fall. It's just... If your if your mom doesn't care about you, yeah, I can't and help you. And their parents are talking and <laughs> laughing there, and I'm like, kids are going crazy, man. Well, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Wow. Can't save everybody. No. No, I know. Yep. Sayonara, kids. Hasta la vista. Yep. See you at the bottom. <laughs> well, I won't, but the I rescuers won't. will. The rescuers will. Sorry, body recovery God. people. It was stupid, but that's what people do. Yeah, man. You yeah. can see how quickly someone would lose sight of their kids. Yeah. So, it isn't difficult to go missing. Yeah, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And if it involves a national park, it's probably way more likely. Yeah. 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 Be careful when you camp in. Don't worry about the bears. It's Don't worry about the bears. <laughs> and the mountain lions. Yeah. You have to be more worried about just never coming back. That's it. Just be safe. I think I'd rather see a bear. Yeah, well, we've seen many. Yes. Lots of them. But, now what uh, is he doing? He's playing with the tusk. That he pulled out of the statue? That <laughs> he pulled out of the oh, statue. Oh, my God, he's on fire today. This weekend, they've been nuts, both of them. Yeah, I don't know, something in the air. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So that's it. That's all I got about this. Yeah. Do you have any questions for me? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. No? No. Do you want to go to the woods now? Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'm if I say to you, if I say to you, I'm just gonna go up ahead a little bit yeah. and go around the bend. Fuck, <laughs> you man. probably won't see me again. I'm not gonna lie and say that after seeing some of these things and reading some some of the places we've been, you know, like yeah, I'm fucking cautious, man. Oh yeah, you have to be. 
Yeah. You know? I'm watching. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around. People, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking aware of my surroundings. You have to be. It's the woods, man. Yeah. It's not that I'm being. You think over. about it. Think about camping. If you're going camping and there's like nobody else around, let's say like backwoods camping. Yeah. So do you, with a tent, if you use a tent, so you got that little piece of fabric there <laughs> shielding you. It's, it's thinner than the shirt. <laughs> yeah, sh- yeah, exactly. <laughs> shielding you from the outside world. Somehow that makes you feel like you're like a little you're bit safer. <laughs> yeah, it's complete bullshit. You can just take a knife and... If you read there enough you of these right stories, through. yeah, if you read enough of these stories, you'd sleep in your fucking car. You wouldn't even sleep yeah. in that. It's why having a door on a tent. <laughs> yeah, fabric hut. <laughs> this will keep me safe. No, no fucking way it will. Yeah. I don't know what it was in Algonquin that walked by our tent. Remember that thing that walked by our tent? Yeah. Heavy as hell. I yeah. think it was a moose. Yeah, I think it was a moose too. Holy shit. And you saw the. The, you realize how useless the f- yeah before you realize how useless intent is yeah yeah this thing is just run walk right over this thing like nothing yeah run right through it it was spooky yeah. yeah 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 and i i just imagine like a bear like <laughs> that's why bear spray is next to the bed yeah chances are though i'll probably be more affected by it than that. i'll probably shoot myself in the face in a panic <laughs> Or shoot you. What do they say about bear spray? Make sure the wind's going away from you. Yeah, you got to be downwind. But you're in a tent. Yeah, because if it comes into your eyes, you're done, man. That bear's all over you, Well, at least you won't see your own death. That'll be nice. Yeah. It's eating you. The bear's just got extra spice on you. (laughs) It's like pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Mmm, this is a tasty one here. A little spicy. Yeah. (laughs) Camping is a dangerous hobby. Hiking yeah. is a dangerous hobby. It can be, man. Yeah. You can fall off a cliff. Oh, wait. Didn't that... Was it mono cliffs or something like that last year in the winter? Didn't somebody and their child fall off the cliff? Yeah. No, yeah, they did. Yeah. First of all, what the fuck are you doing out there in the winter? Yeah. And it was like a little girl, I think, and her yeah. dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they fell. Mm-hmm. And there was no foul play, and it wasn't a suicide thing. They were trying to link it to a suicide thing, but no. no. In the end, it wasn't. It no. was just an accident. Mm-hmm. So it happens a lot more than I think people actually realize. Yeah. Yeah, we've been to a few places where people do some dumb shit. Like hanging off, like taking a fucking selfie. <laughs> Have you lost your fucking mind, man? Yeah, but I got to get the perfect shot. Yeah. How's anybody going to know how cool Here, I am? everyone sit on the edge of this little rock yeah. 2,000 feet up, and mm-hmm. we'll take a selfie. Remember at Sulphur Mountain when we were up there? Yeah. There was tourists who were crossing the barrier to yeah. go get yeah. pictures on the it's peak. German guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's Stupid. It's 7,400 feet up. Fucking feet, man. Yeah. 7,400 feet is the picture. I was taking pictures of stuff, but there ain't no fucking way I'm going yeah. past that fence. No way, man. No, nah, if they tell you don't go past it, I don't go past it. I don't know what's going on out there. Maybe just, they know something I don't know, like mm. the rocks are loose or fucking something, or it's going to calve or something. Yeah. I have no idea. That's it. This is After seeing some of these people and what they do in these parks, some of these disappearances, you know, some of them are definitely mysterious. Mm-hmm. But some of them, you know what? You're just a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Probably ran off, fucking trip. As they call whatever. it. Death by misadventure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. See people doing stupid shit all the time that you just shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just looking, well, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. 
And parents, well, fucking, they don't even say shit either. Man, I think there weird. was a time we went hiking to uh, a place here. It's an overlook called Dundas Peak. And we walked up there. I cannot tell you how many fucking oh, people shit, were up yeah. here. No yeah. guardrails, nothing like that. Nothing. And people were going to the edges. People were taking turns going to the edges yeah. to take their photos and stuff. But it was crowded. Crowded. It was insane. Yeah. And if you fall, yeah, you're fucked. You're dead. Yeah, you're dead. There's no. You might live, but you're you're not coming back in you're one piece. Injured. Yeah, that's you're going for sure. To be seriously, seriously damaged. Mm-hmm. So right? yeah, that could be it. That could be a thing for sure. Yeah. But it seems to me that a lot more of these were just like, you know, so-and-so went ahead of us on the trail and disappeared around a corner. Yeah, that, those are the... How, those the hell do you, how the hell do you disappear around the corner? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, weird. Some strange ones, too. Remember the little kid, too? Which one? Remember he, the latest trying to get him to poop in the national park? And then they oh. found him three day, a day later or two days later. Yeah, he said it was someone who looked like his grandmother, his grandmother. but didn't, yeah. wasn't his grandmother. Yeah. Some weird-ass shit like that. Yeah. And she was trying to get him to crap, but he said he couldn't trying crap. Trying to get him to poop on this paper. This, <laughs> on this specific paper. This is the kid's account, right? I know, I know. But and he's like, what? I can't, right? And the grandmother, who looked, supposedly his grandma, was getting upset with him, right? Yeah, It's weird. Know. It's yeah. just weird. I don't know. Okay. And he said yeah. the eyes were different. Yeah. So you know. when you anyway. go into the woods, you can get eaten by animals, yeah. eaten by feral human beings. Wendigos. <laughs> yeah, Wendigos. <laughs> you could get abducted by aliens, possibly. Um, you could fall down a big cliff and never get found again. Yeah. Or um, you can disappear interdimensionally and never be seen again. So there you go. So have a good time. Enjoy your going camping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now somehow making sure your matches don't get wet is like the least of your concerns. <laughs> You're gonna have polarized tents soon. To turn the barrier on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's yeah. gonna have like a security system around yeah, their tent now. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It is. We camp. Yeah. But yeah. But I do admit when I see these stories and I see what I've seen a lot of people do, kids too, mm-hmm. and fucking humans, mm-hmm. older, they're stupid. Well, that's the stupid part. That's the falling down part. That's yeah. not the aliens or the animals or the cannibalistic human beings or the Wendigos. Yeah. So there's a lot to worry about. 1,600 people are missing, possibly. And I think there's more. And in Canada, I thought it was more. Remember Might those be. people that missed, were missing in Alberta? Yeah. Just this summer. Yeah. Yep. And the guy was saying, the RCMP was saying, yeah, there's thousands yep. that go missing. Mm-hmm. They, don't even, they never find them. Anyway. Camping. Don't want to freak everybody out from enjoying the outdoors. Just be careful. <laughs> They're going to camp in their backyard now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just take a look at the list of where people go missing the most yeah. and maybe choose a different national park. Yeah. So, you know, not Grand Canyon or Yosemite yeah. or Rocky Mountain. Maybe something less um, popular for missing people. <laughs> or make it a day trip. <laughs> go in, see what you need to see. And, yeah, and, maybe. And then I don't leave. Know. It's not that, well, I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. It's weird. When we camped at Zion, we were at the foot of a mountain, but there was nothing behind us. And that was a kind of weird. Yeah. And there's... There was lots of campsites there, but nothing behind us, which is kind of unsettling. 
Because there's nothing blocking you from whatever wildlife or weirdos is out there. Yeah. Usually, if it's possible, I try to put the vehicle between us and the nothingness. Yeah. Because I'm suspicious. That time when we were in Zion, after that last night, I realized, like, these stories of a, a Sasquatch, an ape man, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Coming in and grabbing somebody or whatever. They could fucking do it, you know? Like, people were pretty, really close together. Because mm-hmm. there's only so much space in that, that park for, mm-hmm. for camping. But they could do it. Yeah. Because from where we were, the fucking guy would be gone in minutes. Mm-hmm. And you'd never find him. Yeah, but we had a nice view. Yeah, we did. It was it was. We didn't awesome. have a view of other campsites. We had a view of the mountains. Yeah, so it's it a chance you take. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. Could have had mountain lions and scorps. Yeah. yeah. And we had lizards and... Yeah, all that deer, business. The mule so. deer were hanging around our yeah. place all the time. Yeah. Just Don't be nice. freaked out about going yeah. into national parks. Just make sure that you're... Yeah, just be careful. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah. Stick with people. Don't go by yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to be doing stupid things. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's all that. I got. Are we, are we booking a campsite for this year? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to go? I don't know. I don't know, man. What's the top one on the list? I think it's Yosemite. You want to go there? Well, I did. I have wanted to go to Yosemite before. But did you want to go missing in Yosemite? I didn't want to go missing in Yosemite, but I did want to see it. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be beautiful. Did you want to see it while you were being abducted by aliens? Yeah. yeah. It looks so nice from up above in the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zion was something like that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it was trying to see the stars and it was beautiful the only problem was the moon was out mm-hmm. so we're just blocking out a lot of it you had to really stay up late to see some of the stars yeah you know, but okay that's all i got that's all i got yeah yeah, yeah. that's all i got all right then we'll sign off we're gonna sign off mm-hmm. yeah you can uh, reach us at the Triangulum Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook or follow us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Subscribe on your listening platforms if you want more shows or if you want to be reminded that a new show is coming out every couple of weeks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got for today. We just wanted to ruin everybody's love for the outdoors. <laughs> I, I'm sure a lot of people have the same view. I'm sure they do. Maybe not everybody, but I think a lot of people have the same. Probably. So, that's that. Enjoy the rest of your day, noon and night. Yeah, enjoy your day. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Or talk to you in a couple weeks. Have a good one. Be good to each other. Take care. Bye. Bye.